Get ready for Alex and Maggie versus Jake and Amy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Woo! 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 This is part of our new series where we kind of take a deep dive into some relationships from popular film and TV. Um, And we kind of analyze it and say, you know, why does it work in the TV show or film? Why it would or wouldn't work in real life? And then what do we think? You know, give our honest opinion on this as your marriage experts, apparently. Um... I just hit my microphone. Cool. Good job. So, on today's show, we are looking at the main, I would say the main couple from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a kind of cop cop comedy show. Um, Is there like a specific name for that type of show? Not really. It's just a... Comedy, comedy show about yeah. detectives. I mean, I, I mean, people. I think people know about Brooklyn Nine-Nine, yeah, but if you yeah. didn't, it's just a comedy show about detectives. But it's got some really interesting storylines. Um, it stars Andy Samberg, who's obviously from The Lonely Island, and it's got a bunch of good characters there. But today we're talking about the characters, which is Jake Peralta and Amy Santiago. They're the kind of the two main detectives that the whole show rolls around i mean i I think that the show kind of centers around jake more than anything else but only by a minimal amount yeah it centers around kind of the main detective crew yeah and gina and gina (laughs) so yeah but i would say like it it kind of centers around jake a bit more so than the other ones yeah you never really see well, you do see solo stories about the other ones, to be fair. So I think they do try to give them some extra space, yeah. but I think primarily, you know, when we first got introduced to the characters, the ones that got the most exposure were Jake and Amy. You know, yeah. we we saw the bet, which meant that they were trying to basically compete for who could have the most arrests in a certain time period. And as a forfeit, um, they basically had two different, like... So yeah. if if Amy lost, she had to go on a date with Jake, and if Jake lost, then Amy got his car, and it very much kind of focused on them quite a bit alongside yeah. the captain, I guess. Yeah, because the captain, captain was new, obviously. Um, but we'll cover the sort of what we would consider the secondary relationships in a different episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine in the longer mega episode. But for now, this is just going to be focused on. Jake and Amy. Yeah. So, what is their relationship on the show right now, Alex? Come on. Yeah, like, I'm holding this. I'm, I'm, I'm running this boat right now. What else is new? Um, <laughs> I guess, right as of right now, they're married. Mm-hmm. So, spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah, right now they're married. They kind of had that whole... It wasn't a full-on will-they-won't-they yeah. type situation because you kind of knew they would. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they dated a few other people in the meantime and they would have that classic workplace flirting, banter, competitiveness to it. Um, looking at them as individuals on the show, they are very different people. Very um, different. Amy is this like anally retentive kind of... <laughs> control freak that's, that's mean no that's that's a genuine thing is that a genuine term yeah okay i Look just thought i just thought it was like a really mean term for somebody who's a little bit like 
particular. No, like it, it, it's an actual thing. Okay. So yeah, she's a control freak who's very you know grammatically correct all the time and mm-hmm. a neat freak and things like that not so much so that it like inhibits our life she's not like ocd no she just likes to be able to kind of control the environment around her yeah. and she wants to make captain one day and very ambitious yeah so she wants it, to be the youngest captain yeah she is obsessed with having hold uh, the captain as her mentor mm-hmm. um and jake is kind of the polar opposite of that, I don't yeah. necessarily think he has any ambitions beyond becoming a great detective. He's I never think... talked about wanting to be like no. a captain or anything no. like that. He's just kind of he wants to be like a first class detective, and that's it. I think they both are very competitive, which mm. Amy is explained as having had like grown up with seven, seven brothers. Yeah. Um, so that's where her competitiveness comes from. Whereas with Jake, it's just a like you say, he wants to be the best. Um. But like you say, it's not very specific, but I think at least that's something that they have kind of in common. Yeah. Like, they both want to kind of beat the other one. Yeah, but... no, yeah. There, there is there is that inherent kind of competitive nature to their relationship. Um, but yeah, the, the fact that they're polar opposites is kind of why it works on the show. Yeah. Because they balance each other out. Jake is very much kind of sloppy and messy and he like eats terribly and like doesn't take yeah. care of himself and things like that um but like at the same time there's like like they are opposites in terms of that but i feel like there are a lot of things that are very similar between them mm. where like for example the like fighting for holt's approval mm. like amy fights for it for from a different perspective in terms of wanting him to be her mentor but actually jake's just fighting for it as a like kind of a surrogate father approval. just the respect yeah side of things, you know? and there's you know like it's it's funny because like, i feel like this relationship has fleshed out different parts of their personalities yeah. and that's why it kind of works as well because it helps to kind of pull that out into the floor and say actually you know these people have a lot more depth than just the yeah. you know the idiot who is very messy and doesn't eat well but actually he's very sweet and very caring and um and he is very very clever when it comes to being yeah. a detective he is absolutely really really good at what i mean they are they all are mm. um but jake attacks it from an angle of being he wants to be the best mm-hmm. he's got something to prove to someone yeah um and he's really good at like solving puzzles and noticing things and stuff like that and that yeah. that always gets picked up on um whereas amy is always really good at just like working the case from every angle and yeah. being very meticulous about her research yeah. and things like that and then yeah always making sure that she she follows through yeah um, exactly so it's the case of like opposites attract i guess yeah um jake i would say is probably attracted to amy because of her competitive side Mm -hmm. and because she's a bit of a neat freak and a bit of a weirdo and stuff like that yeah and and amy is attracted to jake for many of the same reasons like she likes his his kind of roguish charm yeah you know he she likes that he's a little bit sloppy and he's obsessed with stupid stuff like die hard and and stuff like that she yeah she likes the almost like childlike joy he finds it certain Yeah, things. I think that's a good way to describe it, actually, because she's very adult. Yeah. And she's yeah. very, like, grown proper. up yeah. and proper and stuff like that, whereas Jake takes life kind of day by day. Yeah. And I think, like, from his perspective, he wants a little bit of that structure, and I think he's realizing that for life to actually continue, he does need a little bit of that extra, yeah. like, like just adultingness. And then Amy realizes that maybe sometimes she's a little bit too, like... Well, for lack of a better world, 
word anal and i think jake yeah, brings yeah. out that little bit of spontaneity sort of in her and whimsical that nature yeah of it all. yeah they yeah they they are they do bounce off each other very well um like you say <laughs> amy amy brings structure to jake's life jake brings a little bit takes, of chaos takes away yeah it brings a little bit of chaos takes away a bit of the structure and and kind of makes every day a different sort of i don't know adventure i guess i think and also I, like the more we the more we find out about the relationship, the more I yeah, like it. Yeah. Because I feel like there's also that whole thing of you know when she was going for the sergeant's exam, he was the one who pushed her. Like she kind of freaked out a little bit because it was yeah. this big milestone in her life that she kind of envisaged when she was younger, and suddenly it was there and she didn't know how to deal with it. And Jake was able to take her through it because a he knows her really well, which is again it's like such a nice thing because like yeah, yeah. it's kind of that relationship is recognizing that. Like, love is about loving every part of the person, and that includes their weird quirks. quirks. Yeah. And he, like, loves them to the point of, like, anticipating them and knowing yeah, yeah. knowing how to handle them, which is, I think, really, like, what helps Amy to, to be able to be her best. And, I mean, you know, now she is... Like on the show, and you know, apologies if these are spoilers, but now she is a sergeant of a of a of uniform the, police of the squad. Offices, yeah. And this, like, you know, she wouldn't have been able to actually achieve that without Jake because Jake was actually there to support her. At the same time, you know, Jake is becoming an even better detective because she pushes mm. him to think about it sometimes yeah. from an analytical yeah. perspective and to kind of challenge the way that he solves crimes. And it's just so nice that it's like such a like like give and take relationship but like in a good way like they've they've just they've like when you dive into it they're just so good yeah <laughs> like, no they are I they can't are get really over good it. <laughs> yeah um because like a lot of people would have thought oh yeah obviously they got together because he's sloppy yeah, and she's yeah. but like i feel like there's a lot more depth to this particular one i think they've just given a lot more thought about what yeah. makes them tick rather than it just being oh well you know they're the two main people you know he's a boy she's a girl so they have to like each other i think there was a lot more depth to it than that yeah it uh, they they focus on the little things a lot oh it, it yeah. is it is like when she was going for the sergeant's exam and she one of the things she was freaking out about was potentially being jake's boss yeah and he was like yeah no i've always known that you were gonna be my boss at some point like that's just how it is like yeah. you know you, you wanted to be this person your entire life like i always known you were going to be my boss and i don't care it, yeah it's, and, and and it's little things that they pick up on and maggie's probably favorite most adorable flashback scene was after jake proposed to amy uh in the sweetest way possible and that's a whole that we need to yeah, actually we dive will, into that but will, sorry yeah, yeah. um and and someone i think it was it was diaz or, or hold mm. that said like you know when was the moment that you knew you wanted to spend the rest of your life with this person and then it flashes back to a moment where they're just they're both just lying in bed jake is i think he's like reading a book or something or a magazine or something yeah yeah, like a comic or something um and amy's doing a crossword and she (laughs) she's just doing the crossword and all of a sudden she's like this crossword has a spelling error and then jake just looks over at her and smiles and then that was like the whole story Ah! and it was like the most adorable thing it's so it's they, just such a good example of like why you should marry someone. It's the, when you like, when you think about that moment and think that is adorable. Like, come on! It wasn't just that when you normally ask people like, oh, well, when did you first know that you wanted to marry? And they're yeah. like, oh, you know, she's just such a great person and stuff like that. Like, that's very surface level stuff. And yeah. they obviously went much deeper with it. Like, mm-hmm. they have the characters fleshed out so much so to the point where a little thing like that. Just one comment and one side glance, and people who've been watching the show are instantly like, "Yeah, no, I get that." Um, I just love it so much. 
and it does focus on like I think the season we were watching is the season five, the one that's just come on Netflix or six. Yeah, five. Um, that goes into their personal lives a mm-hmm. lot more. Because mm-hmm. um, it's, I, but I think that kind of reflects the nature of the show as well, though, because when Diaz and Jake get out of prison. Yeah. Again, spoiler alert, but. That's a whole I'll put that at the start again. of the show. Um, yeah, they get out of prison, and the show takes a turn where it starts looking at everyone's personal lives more. So we yeah. know about um, Jake's family, we know about Amy's family, we know about well now Rosa's family, plus the fact that she's bi. So we look mm-hmm. into her um, like r- romantic life a lot more. Um, Boyle with his wife and his adopted son. Yeah, that's and just weird. His food truck and all oh, that yeah, kind the of food stuff. Truck. And then Holt and Kevin, we always know stuff about. Um, little less about Terry and his wife Sharon. Yeah. Um, but it's there is a lot of stuff about Terry personally. Yeah. I think. I think so. Um, and Scully and Hitchcock as well. Like it just it it takes a turn. And I think it kind of reflects the tone of the show. Yeah. Um, but that's just an example of like how much these guys have have really thought about it and they've mm-hmm. kind of nailed it down and mm. they didn't want it to just run on the same jokes and stuff like every season. Yeah. They're like running gags and stuff, but like they didn't want to just rely on the fact that oh what quirky detective case can we come up with this time yeah. like they they changed it around a little bit to keep it interesting but also keep it the same tv show which is yeah good um, but like i say that's just an example of like how much they flesh out these characters yeah and i think there's also that example from when um jake kind of first falls in love with amy is when they're having that bet date and he gets yes. they get called off to do a stakeout because there's nobody else available. Yeah. Um. So Holt sends them on the stakeout, and all they do is just have like a bag of nuts, and they're sitting on a rooftop doing the stakeout, and yeah. it's just when she's like catching like when she's what do you call that like when you throw nuts into the air and just catch them in your mouth? I don't that's know what it. to call yeah, it. That's, that's basically um, it. But like he just kind of looks over, and it's that moment where he realizes he's actually falling for her. Yeah, and it's again such a simple, lovely moment. Because where... the, the date that they were supposed to go on was supposed to be a joke. Yeah, yeah, so totally. He, so he was he was planning on making it quote the worst date in yeah. all of history. Yeah, um, and she was just supposed to get his car, and in the end, both things happen actually. Did no, that's a lie. No, Jake sells his car later on to pay mm-hmm. off Terry. Um, so yeah, Jake wins the bet, and then the date does start off intentionally terribly. Like he makes her wear this <laughs> horrible this, this prom really dress, awful like yeah, like sixteen-year-old <laughs> girls like huge oh. pink poofy prom dress, and, oh. stuff. and he's wearing like a suit shirt and tie, but then like cargo shorts. Oh yeah, and, <laughs> and the and the, the blazer is just way too big. It's awesome, and then, so he takes her on this horrendously jokey like yeah date, and then they get Holt calls them in. They're like, okay, we need you to go yeah. put surveillance on this, on you know, for the case or whatever. Um, so the date gets kind of cancelled halfway through, um, but then later on, Boyle brings up an interesting point. Oh, I think it's before they go on the date actually. Jake is describing all the terrible things to Boyle, and Boyle's like, "How much money did you did you spend this day?" And Jake's like, "Like it, it's at like thousands of dollars." So like he's he's like hired a bear and stuff like that. Like, and it's like, yeah, and Boyle knows that. Yeah, him and Amy were going to end up together, um, which is another big part of it as well that was really funny oh yeah the, the first like the flashback back to when they, they first got introduced and he's like <laughs> yeah so so amy walks out the elevator into the new precinct and the first person she sees is jake and she's like oh hi i'm amy santiago i'm the new detective and he's like oh jake peralta nice to meet you and then boyle just comes around the corner and he's, he just points at both of them he's like wedding bells <laughs> <laughs> 
so like he has known <laughs> yeah i think everyone kind of did but like it was just funny that Bile looked at the both and immediately he Called was like it. y'all are gonna get married <laughs> oh 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 my other favorite moment of them too um is when they were doing that um murder like when the murderers got like accidentally when the van turned over oh, the prison yes yeah the, yes, the, the, yes, the yes. transfer van and they had to sort of jake didn't want to give up his apartment yeah. and he didn't want to move in with her um and he had yeah, like they, they wanted of... to move in together yeah. but neither wanted to give up their own yeah. apartment so but again obviously Jake's they made apartment it was like horrendously worse yeah <laughs> so they made it a bet again yeah. because that's how they work yeah um they even addressed that actually in yeah. season five they're like we should stop making major life decisions by making bets <laughs> but then i think they just decided that's yeah, fine naturally. it's like them but it's um and they're kind of there's two moments in that actually where mm. it's really defining of their relationship i think i think i know first what the one... other one is you <laughs> so first one for me is um the one that happens early which is i mean less just more about just being really really cute and less about you know it being kind of like it being defining but it's, yeah um when because jake gets paired with terry to do like part of his events then boyle and amy go together to do the other part and um then they just suddenly manage to catch the same guy um at this like just yeah so there's nine criminals that escape yeah it was the bet was like whoever catches the most um they keep they keep their apartment yeah yeah. um so they so it was amy and boyle yeah who wanted jake to move into amy's place versus uh, Jake and Terry, and Terry wanted Jake to have his own space. Oh, yeah, because, because he Terry lost didn't his, have his when, yeah. he, when he got together with Sharon. Like, he used to have like an art studio and stuff, and then he obviously lost it when he moved in with his wife. Um, but, so, yeah, yeah they, so... they end up chasing the ninth criminal down into a sewer. No, 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 no. Sorry, that's the second moment I want to talk about. The first moment I want to talk about is when, um, when they go. Like, they were talking about sewers or something like that. Oh, no, that, no, that is after, after that. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is after that. So they come out of the sewers. They've got the guy. And, um, like, when they went down to the sewers, Jake was talking about, like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And Terry was like, why are you talking about the turtles? And then they came out. Like, and once it, everything I, was done... We're in a sewer, Terry. I'm guns to talk about the turtles. <laughs> and then they get out of the sewer. And they're, like, talking to each other. And I think Terry said it. It was like, oh, he was, he was just talking about the turtles. Yeah. And Amy was like... It's, he's in the sewers, Terry. He's gonster talk about the turtles. Yeah, I'm gonster, Terry. <laughs> and it's just such a beautiful moment because you know that was, Amy isn't thinking. It was the bit that came yeah. before that, though, with the realization. That's the more defining. So, I think that's the that's the defining moment. Yeah. Of the so all four of them corner this one perp mm-hmm. in the corner of a sewer, and so Jake and Amy start reading the Miranda rights to him yeah. as fast as they possibly yeah. can, and then Jake just kind of looks over at Amy and just stops. Mm-hmm. And she just finishes them off. She's like, why, why, why'd you stop? And she's like, yeah, you win. I want to move into your place. Oh, no. And it was like, it was just another one of those moments where it was like, you don't even need to explain that. He no. just looked over at her and you could tell what was going through his mind. It was just like, yeah, no, that's all you need for that, yeah. that entire scene to work. I know. He's like, yeah, I want to move into your apartment. I know. And that was it. And it's just like, it's just, there's so much depth to that little thing. Like, it is like you say, they don't have to explain it, but mm. you know exactly what they're trying to say. They're trying to say that he's just had that realization that he wants to make her happy and that he's not that fussed about his apartment, but she's more fussed about hers. So he's just going to do it because why not? And and also her apartment is nicer. So, you know. Yeah, his but, apartment is like awful. <laughs> but it's like, you know, he realizes that he's being competitive for competitiveness sake, not because he actually wants to yeah, win. Yeah. And it's just like... It's just such a nice moment, and I just love them so much because they're such like they, so they, well done, and they are. They both, they always both do the thing that we think is awesome. That usually is a problem for us when we're watching 
TV shows and films when there's yeah. a, a relationship on it is like they just keep it simple. Yeah. That's the thing. Like Jake realizes he's being competitive and competitiveness yeah. is sick. And he's like, what? No, what am I doing? Doesn't make yeah, any sense. Exactly. Let's do your thing. Yeah. And like they have those moments all the time throughout the show. And that's why they work so well yeah, on, on the show. Than, rather than other shows where they just kind of drag that problem out. They let it escalate. And they, and like, they, they make a bigger deal out yeah. of it. than they like they try to bring other problems into it. Yeah. And you can tell that's clearly not what the, the issue is. Yeah. Um, but with Jake and Amy, it's like they usually both realize almost instantly that they're just being stupid yeah and they're like yeah this isn't worth yeah anything like what, what are we fighting about type i of thing. know they're just so cute together they're but so perfect sorry what would it work in real life hell yeah yeah 100 percent. pretty much for all the reasons because of all these yeah exactly yeah. because because the way that they flesh out that relationship and that's the writer's like genius in this they is because they do it that way you can tell that they actually are describing a real it's how a relationship works like everybody has that silly moment that makes you fall in love with someone it's never a big gesture it's never a like a huge like life-changing moment yeah. it's a small thing that happens and then suddenly you're like oh god i love you like it's as simple yeah. as that it's never this big grand like we're not trying to know, like you know no, um, we're not trying to minimize it. Marriage explain but... love to people. Like, no. It's, it's just a case of like, they, they, this is how it happens in the real world in practical terms. Yeah. You may have love at first sight, but it, it doesn't really work like that practically. No. It is a case of you, you talk to someone first mm-hmm. and then for the most part, it's subtle. Mm-hmm. It's like when you first meet someone, you do get the butterflies in your tummy yeah, type of totally. thing. Um, but it's like, it's, over the over time almost mm-hmm. not like a long amount of time it can no. be minutes or days like yeah over time you just come to that situation that conclusion in your head you're like my god i love this person yeah oh i really 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 like this person yeah totally and you can tell that's kind of what happened yeah absolutely. they had relationships with other people in the background um like jake and sophia for the only kind of main relationship we saw him have yeah and, and that was a pretty good relationship it was, as well, it, was it was a good a relationship bit, yeah. yeah it was similar well ish you know, it was the whole opposite attract thing again. She was a it defense wasn't. attorney. Well, it was only in that though, because they were really similar in other ways. That's true. They yeah, love hot they, they, they love die, die hard. hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so and Amy, we saw with a couple of people, but the most prevalent one was probably Teddy, mm-hmm. I guess. And that that's a, like a recurring thing throughout the show. It just gets funnier. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, and yeah, we you know they got on with those other people well enough. But yeah. over time, you could see it start to deteriorate yeah. and just kind of fall apart. Um, whereas this one, it's like still going strong. Yeah. For and no the, reason uh, other than they just work. Yeah, they totally work. And I think two big scene, like episodes that we have to talk about is the enga- the engagement and the That's awesome. and the wedding that we just yes. watched. But the engagement, basically, there's this running thing in Brooklyn Nine Nine where it's the Halloween heist, um, and it's usually like it started with. Um, jake and the captain making a wager because basically jake was still trying to prove that he's a good detective to the captain um so they made a wager that jake could was that the watch one no um no it was the previous one what was it metal metal that he could steal a medal from from. no it was the captain's office then he put it in a safe i'm pretty sure it was just in this oh yeah maybe but yeah so that was the first one but anyway through the iterations basically they have the other characters kind of come in and yeah and participate in the heist so they're trying to make sure that like every time they kind of bring in a new person and they keep evolving it rather than so the first one 
Jake won yeah. by stealing the medal. Yeah. The second one, the captain won yeah, cause he by tricking him. Jake into thinking he'd stolen uh, a watch off his wrist. Um, there's a really I can't remember that guy's name, the sleight of hand guy, but he's oh, yeah. awesome. The guy they had guest star on it, I can't remember his name. He's so cool. Um, the third one, Amy won. Yes. Um, after Jake, so Jake and Amy were dating at this point. Yeah. So the captain didn't trust that Amy wouldn't automatically side with Jake if yeah. she was on his team, and Jake still knew that she was like she clamored for the approval of Holt, so she couldn't. He couldn't yeah. trust her on his team. Um, and I can't remember what they had to steal. I think it was a... Cr- no, it wasn't the crown. I don't remember, actually. Oh, what was it, man? Oh, no, it was the crown. It was the it crown, was the crown. Right? It was the crown. Yes. Because they're which yes. I am, yeah. So they had to steal a crown from a suitcase, a briefcase, rather. Um, and she did it. She tricked them both. And then the fourth one, Gina won. Yeah. Because she was sick of the trophy that they had saying, uh, the best detective slash genius. Yeah. Because uh, obviously she's not a detective, so she wanted to change the trophy to the best person or human. I think. Human, amazing human, amazing slash human slash genius, uh, and she won that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and this then one... it was this one. Yeah, it was the fifth one. Actually, we don't know who won it in the end, do we? Because well, that's what that's the yeah. that's the running gag. But is like... anyway, so so they're doing the heist and all of that, and they're being very competitive. They're all all man for themselves. Although Boyle, Diaz, and Terry make up a team as well. Yeah, too, they're, they're sick of being the only ones who like haven't won yet. Yeah. Um, so they, they team up. I can't remember what the hell they become. Oh no, what was it? Tramps. The, the Tramps, Tramps. yeah. Because <laughs> Boyle Bo- named them. <laughs> There's a running theme that Boyle is just terrible. They're coming oh, up with like nicknames terrible. and team names. Terrible. But anyway, so they're doing the heist and then um, there's that like moment where Amy thinks she's... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's a brilliant one. <laughs> it's like it's just like so silly, but so funny. It's where they um like Jake, Jake, Jake is handcuffed too. Yeah, yeah, handcuffed because Boyle betrays him, yeah. which surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so then Amy comes in and she's like, oh, you handcuffed are you? Ha ha. Um, and what does she say? Oh yeah, she's like well, she thinks it's a trick or something. Yeah. So she refuses to like untie yeah. him. And then she's like. I love you and I cherish you and you bore me. It's <laughs> like, you're being so mean. Do it tomorrow. I hope you die. <laughs> it's just a great, it's just another great moment. Because <laughs> it just shows that like, you know, when they're being competitive, they're being competitive. Yeah, they exactly. Yeah. Like, they take but no like, I mean, like, that happens and she, she's like, oh, you beat so mean, do it again. She's like, I hope you die. And then, and then she's like, "Bye!" Like she says it really nicely. It's like you could tell as soon as that moment, that moment's over. Like it's over. Let's yeah. just say it. Like it, they just go back to being normal after that. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, sorry, go on. I think they also communicate really fast as well, which is really nice. Yeah. Like, yeah they maybe fester a little bit, but not for too long. Actually, yeah, I think they yeah, always yeah. talk things out quite quickly, which is very key. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the problems that we have with the relationships in TV and show are about yeah. that. Um, but anyway, so then. Um, it comes to the point where um, everybody's kind of chasing after the belt being somewhere else. It's championship belt. Yeah. And it has the inscription on it. And then Amy and Jake figure it out in close succession. I think Amy figures it out first. Like where the belt is. And where yeah. the belt actually is. And then Jake figures it out second. So they all both run into the evidence room. And then suddenly they come into the evidence room and Amy's like, oh, where is it? Where is it? So she kind of, she 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 knows which box it's in. So she yeah, gets it. Yeah. And then he's kind of like just, have a second look at it and like on the belt instead of saying amazing human slash genius it says amy santiago will you marry me and it's like oh my god <laughs> he did it it was like the perfect proposal for their like relationship and i like i'm so obsessed with that moment because it was just so right and you know and she's like 
I hope you're not just doing this to win the heist because yes, if you sir. are, I'm going to kill you. I will murder you. <laughs> but he's not. like He genuinely, that's how he proposes to him. I know. It's so perfect. And he like does like a, like not a long speech, not a stupid speech. It's just like, you know, I love you and you make me better and I love it. And like, that's it. And yeah. Oh my God. It's so perfect. And I love them so much. So they do have an amazing relationship on the show. And I think it would pretty much translate over to real life word for word. Oh, totally. Almost. Maybe um, a little bit if, less if silly. They were, but... Yeah, if they were real people, there wouldn't be such a big element of silliness to it. Yeah. Um, and they're both detectives, so they'd both be in a... I mean, now it's different with, with Amy technically being in like a different department, at least. But they did actually, in the show, they did address it, where they said that she they have to a- CC HR, and, HR yeah. to their emails between just the two of them. Yeah. So HR are aware, and they had to do paperwork and all that. So That's there why is... HR Jim keeps high-fiving me. <laughs> Um, what do they email? <laughs> That's the situation. We're <laughs> talking about smushing, like <laughs> I mean, they, they, they probably would. To be fair, as Jake, yeah, yeah, smush. But yeah, and I think there is like there are many moments in the show where they show trust with each other, which is a big thing yeah. as well. I think they they do trust each other inherently. You know, they don't they don't really have those moments where they're like, oh, you know, I'd... I mean, the only one that we get a glimpse of is when Jake is jealous of Amy. Yeah. <laughs> and with the puzzle master with guy. With the puzzle master guy. But I mean, to be fair, you know, I wouldn't blame him. <laughs> she does love crossword puzzles. <laughs> and it is like, like a guy that she gets well, along with really a, well. I, the thing that I like about it is that it's kind of a common fear, especially with yeah. a relationship like that, where you're kind of two fairly different people. Even if you do bounce off each other quite well, it's like, there's always that fear in the back of back of your mind even well in every relationship to be mm. fair that you know your partner is going to find someone who suits them better mm-hmm. and totally. they're going right. to realize that being with you is a mistake and blah 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 like that's a common fear oh yeah totally so it was nice that they picked up on it mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. didn't make it they didn't try and make something else up it's like this guy's helping with a case and he's the, like a master puzzle maker he makes like Puzzles crossword for puzzles, the, yeah, yeah, crossword puzzles for like um, the New York Times and shit like that. Um, it's not the New York Times. No, yeah. it's not. He does a bunch of them. Mm. Um, and he's also like super. Tra- he's like a supermodel as well, yeah. like on the side. Weird. He's like, oh yeah, making puzzles doesn't pay that much, so I've got to be a model on the side as well. He's like the super buff, like handsome dude. And I think they they did that intentionally, obviously. Yeah, it's kind of it's highlighting that fear of like you, even if like. You know, because like the one thing that Jake probably thinks that he has is that he is good looking, yeah. but he doesn't consider himself that smart. smart. No, so then it was like that's the thing. Yeah. He doesn't consider himself academically smart. I don't yeah. know what his, I don't know what his education actually was. I don't know, but, but yeah, yeah. So so this guy is both academically smart yeah. and handsome. So it's like yeah. both of the things rolled into one kind yeah. of thing. It's the biggest fear. Yeah. And and they do flesh it out really nicely because it's like you know Jake becomes a little bit irrational but he doesn't go mental he just like he just wants Amy to listen to his plans yeah. over Vin who's the other guy um, mm-hmm. yeah um, because he's he's smart and he's he, there's like it's a murder case involving oh no it's an arson case sorry um, and they think that somehow these these crossword puzzles are involved yeah um, yeah, yeah um, so they need to kind of consult him on it because he's the one who's making those crossword mm-hmm. puzzles um, and he comes up with a few plans, and then Amy goes along with them, and that is actually what kind of solves the case in the end. Mm-hmm. Almost. 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 I, it was a bit of luck that Jake managed to do it, but he still managed to figure it out. Um, 
Yeah. And then obviously he tells Amy that that's why he's been acting a little bit weird around mm-hmm. the new guy and stuff like that. And she obviously just reassures him. Yeah. Um, Which again, really nicely handled. Yeah. It's not like, they didn't let it spiral. No, no. I think they just like, they give it just the right amount of time. It wasn't a situation where like, I think in a lot of other TV shows, if that had happened, it would have been the case of Amy or Jake would have been like, I'm going to go live somewhere else for a yeah, little bit type exactly. of thing. Yeah. Or like, yeah, they would avoid the situation and let mm-hmm. it fester. Whereas with these two, Granted, it's be- most likely because it's on a TV show, um, but they, yeah, they they do come to their senses very quickly and they very mm-hmm. readily admit that I was acting irrationally, I was in the wrong, blah blah blah. Um, but they never like hold grudges, they never no. blame each other for no, anything, totally not. and they always just ask. Yeah, that's the thing. They're always just like, "What's wrong? Why are you acting crazy?" Yeah, yeah. They never um, accuse. No, they're like you. You're, you're being crazy what's, yeah what's, why are you being crazy it's always like you seem a bit off what's wrong yeah which is just a, another really nice aspect of their relationship mm-hmm. that's why they work so well mm-hmm. on the screen um and like i say i think that w- that would probably translate over nicely to real life as yeah. well oh and yeah yeah totally and i think also with the wedding episode which is one that oh, i think yes, was really that's good. what you want to talk about like one thing that i really loved about them showing is that even though amy planned the whole wedding it ended up having to be Jake who executed a lot of the decisions. Yes, because and she got called away on a case. I yeah. believe, one for all. Well, cases. she well she decided to just do a case because Rosa Rosa oh, was yes. tracking the guy. It, no, it was it, it, was, an old it case. was one of the old yeah. cases that they yeah. worked together. Yeah, and the, uh, at this point she was sergeant of the uniforms. Yeah, so I don't think she could. But I think she took was, that week off or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. So she got involved in the case anyway. Yeah, but yeah. So so she again. I, even though she laid it out in many details, she trusted Jake to go and do all those decisions while she caught the the guy with Rosa. Yeah. So there wasn't any hesitation on that front. I think she immediately kind of said, yeah, you handle it. Yeah. And Jake went off and, and he was overwhelmed, but then he just, like, Terry was there to push him <laughs> through it and be like, come on, it's, it's your wedding as well. You can do these decisions. You can do this. Was it groom gut? Groom gut, yeah. Groom gut. But, you know, ultimately, he made all those decisions and there weren't, like, you know, there wasn't any of that classic, like, oh, man can't make decisions and he made all the wrong decisions. He made them perfectly. Yeah. And I think that's really nice as well because it it just shows that, in again, like you say, that way of, like, they didn't even have to tell us, but what it tells us in the background is that whenever she was planning the wedding, he was listening. Yeah, And yeah, he exactly. knew what she wanted. And he knew, hey, deep down, he could easily tap that knowledge and say... Well, from my knowledge, I know that this kind of cream is wrong, and this is right. And, exactly, and, yeah, just and it's just stupid such stuff. A, and it's just such a nice moment, though, because it's so, like, fundamental, and I feel like a lot of people still consider that, like, weddings are something that the woman takes care of, and the man doesn't yeah. have no interest in it, and it's just so nice to show it in such a simple way that he knew what the right decisions were, he knew what to do, and he didn't struggle with it. It wasn't, like, a big thing where you know on the day he's like oh i couldn't do it i couldn't do it i, yeah. I don't know why i ever thought that i could do that blah, blah, blah. and and she doesn't get mad about anything and it's just so nice that it's like it's a joint wedding even though it falls apart oh yeah so it falls <laughs> apart but not not either of their faults to be fair um so they um so what happens is they have the wedding planned and even though they originally wanted it in like a big mansion that didn't work out so they decided they were like i'll marry you anywhere i don't care so they just do, go go for the same date but just find a venue they found out i think community center or something yeah but they did, did it up real nice yeah um and you know they like and also nice that you know the the cake amy planned was nakatomi plaza from Die Hard. so they do a lot yeah so the the wedding planning they they do a lot of it together yeah and it is yeah it is stupid little stuff like that that um 
yeah, Amy got the cake maker to make their wedding cake in the, the shape of Nakatomi uh, Tower from the first Die Hard film, and obviously Jake just loses his mind. And it's it's you know, and it is true. That's usually like if she didn't probably care about the, what the cake was like. Exactly. And he, you know, it made something really special for him on the day, and it was like it wasn't necessarily this big like gesture or this big decision and stuff like that. She just kind of said, "This is the cake," and he was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" And that's it. Like, yeah. It's not like a big thing of like, oh, it wasn't I conceded. Brought up again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't like I I did this for him at a detriment to myself type yeah. of thing. It's like it's a wedding cake. It's our wedding. This would mean a lot to Jake. Do it. Boom. Yeah. Done. Done. Like Without make, make the cake. Nakatomi Tower. Problem solved. Yeah. Exactly. Um, which yeah. So so the wedding gets um having to call off because somebody calls them a bomb threat to Jake. And um, the bomb disposal chief that comes onto the scene is Teddy. This is Amy's ex. <laughs> Amy's ex who's still in love with her and keeps proposing to her all the time, even though she's right next to Jake. Um, and at one time, he was right next to his own girlfriend. <laughs> so if, you just wait, if you just wait in the taxi, I'll be five minutes. Or maybe not. What's your answer? That's <laughs> just terrible. It's so funny. But again, like, you know, actually that episode, sorry, we're diverging here, but it's because we love this couple. But anyway, that episode, so they um, they have to, so Teddy is an inspector who's meant to decide which one of two precincts gets closed down yes. on cut. And one of the precincts that's up for potential closure is 9-9. So he comes in to do the inspection and he goes with them on a stakeout. And then he like kind of, because basically the whole thing with him is that he's really boring. So he kind of tries to prove that he's not and he invites them to jazz brunch with his current <laughs> girlfriend. And they um, talked about how boring he is while his phone was running on recording when he wasn't in the room and they realized that too late. So they decided to make this big elaborate plan where they would have a fight at Jazz Brunch so that they could get his phone and, and like delete the thing, delete destroy the thing or, or destroy it or whatever. Um, so they come in, they have this like huge fight about like shoe, like his shoes and stuff like that and his sneaker collection and all of that. And you can tell that it's probably stuff that has been a little bit festering. Yeah. But like, isn't that important? And then... So they, they kind of have the fight and he tries to flip a table. Jake tries to flip, flip a table. He can't because they're bolted down because apparently Jazz Brunch gets crazy. Um, <laughs> and they destroy the phone and then they leave. And they kind of have that little bit of a moment actually where, where he's like, does it really bother you that much? And so like, it seemed like you yeah, were actually really yeah. into it. And, and that's again a nice thing that like he picked up on it when like, and she was like, well, not really like the small things kind of thing. And, and it was quite nice as well as that moment. But then Teddy runs out and he tries to propose to Amy <laughs> because he says, but you guys were fighting so like convincingly. It seems so real. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, we fight. We're a couple. Of course we fight. Like, that's fine. Like, it doesn't yeah. mean that I don't love this person. And it's just, again, really nicely done where it's like, they might have had some things that they weren't talking about. This might have brought them out. They immediately kind of made sure to address those issues and say, okay, does this really bother you that much? Because, you know, we can work on this and stuff like that. And then, like, realizing that actually those things that they were talking about were really minor things that don't Stupid, even matter. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's just, again, a really nice demonstration of what a relationship would actually probably be like. If you're, like, you know, what I would consider a good relationship anyway. I mean, you know, if you love throwing plates and being an Italian style marriage, feel free. But I just like that aspect. But anyway, so back to the wedding. Teddy's there. Again, he tries to propose multiple times. Um, <clears throat> and then, so they kind of have that moment of like, we're going to have to postpone the wedding. But then all the family's already in town and all of that. So then Boyle just goes into wedding planner overload. <laughs> and he just plans the most perfect wedding oh yeah while they're actually talking about the stuff and, and stuff like that 
I think he says that Jake says that he actually did plan to like say that her butt is the bomb at the wedding. Yeah, he's like, there is a bomb at this wedding. It's your butt. Your butt is the bomb. <laughs> and she's like, please don't say that at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so so then obviously the wedding happens just outside the precinct, which is just again lovely. And there's again in a moment it's like with nighttime in oh. Brooklyn and Boyle's done like loads of decorating, like, yeah. there's little lights everywhere, like police cars are lined up. Yeah. And, there's like, for the aisle, there's just like a bunch of shredded paper. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so nice. So and fun. oh yeah, the wedding dress is, because Amy's got ruined, is yeah. what Gina apparently planned to wear to her wedding, which she is a wear, wedding like, dress. Another wedding dress. <laughs> <laughs> because Gina. Um, and then, you know, they kind of, Holt is the one who officiates the wedding and he does a very sweet moment where he mm. just says, you know, that they're really perfect for each other and that he loves them both and they kind of like... <laughs> Permission to say it back, sir. Granted. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and it's again such a nice thing because obviously. And it's what like the ring bearer could come forward, and they had planned for the ring bearer to be Cheddar, Cheddar who was holds Corgi, yeah. uh, like really well trained dog. Um, and then like the bomb defusal robot kind of come, like it's just an arm. It just comes carrying the uh, the rings, and Teddy's just in the background, just like. Uh, remote control he's like yeah I felt bad for how everything went down this afternoon he's like oh by the way do you still do that thing where people can object to the wedding and Amy's like no we cut that bit out he's like oh you've outsmarted me well done and then he just like walks away <laughs> It's so funny. Um, it's just like a tiny... It's just ridiculous. Yeah, and obviously Jake also says that he always wanted a robot at his wedding, so when the bomb yeah. disposal... Like, when the first bomb scare happens at the first venue... He's like, they he, brought a robot! <laughs> he's like, I always wanted a robot at my wedding! So that's, again, a really nice touch that Holt, I think, organises, doesn't he? I think it was I actually just a, a gesture a, from, Teddy. Um, from Teddy, yeah. Um, and then... Um, like obviously Jake does this really like these really nice vows like very serious and very like they both like, do yeah. they both do and uh, you know again Jake does you know we just heard that he was thinking about saying your yeah, butt is the bomb, bomb at the wedding um, and his vows so he just he just such a nice speech I cry yeah, I cry you do um, and then and then Amy does hers and she's again very sweet and then at the end she's like but I have bad news there's a bomb at this wedding and Jake's like what she's like your butt your body's the bomb. There will be no survivors. <laughs> <laughs> and he just starts crying and he's like, I love you so much. So I'm marrying my dream girl. I know. That's it's, the thing. It's, it's like just when a really he says I'm marrying my dream yeah, girl. Yeah, it's like a really supposedly nice, I don't know, it's like stuff just, stuff keeps going wrong but they don't let it stop them type no, of thing. No, no. Which they is, always, it's fairly atypical but like it's still just really nice the way they portray it. Yeah, and it's just always nice that they always go back to, you know, I love this person and it doesn't, Really Nothing matter. else matters. No, yeah. no, no. All the small things don't matter. Like, I love this person and that's it. Like, you know, in the new um, episodes, she does like, because uh, she do- has like this dorky dance that she does when <sighs> she like, and, <laughs> and she just starts doing it. Everybody's like, what the hell? And he's like, that's my wife, yo. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, I don't know. There's just so many little moments yeah. that make it. You have to kind so of watch real. the show to fully I think so, appreciate yeah. it. I think. And we might have spoiled a lot of moments for you, but it's just so like so well done, I think. And I think it's a really, like, a very few relationships in TV shows are as realistic as this one, I yeah. think, in my opinion. Like, a lot of them, I think the only other ones that I could think of is, like, Turk and Carla in Scrubs. I know, I don't like that relationship. It is a bit of a funny one. Um, but can I think of any others actually? That that good? Um, I don't know. Zoe and Wash from Zoe Firefly. And Wa- now yeah. they have issues though. Ah, uh, see, I, I still think that they were Gomez, Gomez and Morticia. Gomez and Morticia. They're yes. the best ones. 
And this is just a taster of what we will discuss yeah. in future <laughs> yeah. episodes. We may have addressed some of our future couples there. But yeah, like Gomez and Morticia, kind of, you know, the they, single they... most perfect uh, oh, so couple good. on because in they, cinema yeah. history. But anyway, so we'll we'll dive into those later. But I think it's just right now on TV. Um, I mean, we granted we don't watch like a huge amount of TV shows, yeah. so we might be missing out on some really good relationships, but. I feel well, like if you disagree, you let us know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I think our opinion right now, I think we agree that in reality it would totally work because of all yeah. the little things and because yeah. they they flesh out all the little details and they really put effort into making sure that them as a couple like isn't about, you know, the the lovable scamp yeah, and the uptight yeah. they, girl. They change. That's the thing. You see them change yeah. as you're watching the show. You see them, you see Amy become a little bit looser. And a little bit more unwound, and you see Jake tighten up a little bit, mm-hmm. and kind of start getting a lot of the aspects, of, like his financial, <laughs> you know, life and things like that. Yeah. He starts getting that in order instead of just spending inane amounts of money on garbage. Like he, yeah. he actually starts like saving money and stuff like that. Like you can see how well they learn from each other and how yeah. well they bounce off each other, which is always really nice. Mm-hmm. And it's just a really nice relationship, I think. And I think we love it because we see a lot of it in us, like. You do kind of like on a day-to-day basis. There aren't that many big gestures, but it's the little no. things yeah, that yeah. really make a difference. And it's you know, the even little... just their just support for one another. Oh, that's the biggest thing I think. Yeah, like, no, I mean... no matter what's happening, they can always kind of rely on each other for to support. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like they they unconditionally support each other, and they don't. You know, even though they are competitive, they don't let that competitiveness get in the way of their relationship yeah, ever. Yeah. Um, and it's just so nice, and I love it. So, yeah. So yeah. So that's our opinion on Jake and Amy in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Let us know if um, you agree with us. Whether you think that we've assessed that relationship well. Um, let us know what you know relationships in TV and film you really love or you really hate, maybe. Um, and yeah, we just we enjoy we enjoy looking at this. And like I say, I think I think it's quite unfair because you know this is a relationship that we absolutely love to death. You know, like we you can we probably think, tell. Yeah, we think that this relationship is just so well fleshed out, and that that is a testament to the writers. But I think it's also a testament to the actors doing a really good job of yeah, like absolutely. portraying that love. And I think they're both in loving marriages, like in their home life. And I know that a lot of the times, you know, the writers might write something, but the the actors do have their say in it, they, so yeah, they can they, they pull from their own sort of experience. Yeah, and they can pull in terms of like what they know the character would do or wouldn't do, so that's also really nice. He pulls, so, yeah. Jake. He pulls. He pulls. <laughs> oh yeah, Andy Samberg is married to a, a violinist or something like that. I think so, yeah. She's a bit strange, but he's so in love with her. It, like, when you hear him talk about her, he is so, so, so in love with her. Um... And I think, oh yeah, Melissa Fumero, who plays Amy, is actually in real life married to somebody that she used to have a crush on, who used to play on a TV show. Mm. And she had a crush on him, like as like when she wasn't even an actress or anything. And then suddenly they met, and apparently they were just perfect. So she like apparently always thinks like, oh god, like I'm I've married like yeah, this sex bomb. And, crush. Yeah. So, so I think they both. I I have to I have to think that they both pull from their knowledge of love from their personal relationships because it seems like they have them. Like, even in personal lives, they have them well thought out and, um, well, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, they're, they're as well developed. Mm-hmm. They're very, very well developed. It's, it's a well developed TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes across in stuff like this, where, mm-hmm. you know, just little things, their relationship, mm-hmm. and it works perfectly. Mm-hmm. And we think, yeah, that would translate over quite nicely into real life, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, um, that's all for this episode. 
Um, do let us know if you agree with our um, assessment of this relationship. Um, and also do let us know if there's any relationships that you desperately want us to cover on this uh, we'll series. We'll take on anyone. We'll okay. take on As long as it's a cinematic. Cinematic relationship has to be on TV or in film. Yeah. We've just, we had to cut the line somewhere. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram if you want uh, to get involved. Um, you know, support us on Kofi if you can. Um, you know, write us a review, subscribe if that if your um, platform allows for it. And yeah, I think that's it, isn't it, sweetie? Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, that's so, it. Share us around. Let us yeah. know what you thought. Yep. And we hope to hear from you soon. Right. Nice to hear from you. Bye. <laughs> Smoothest <laughs> outro. Ever. From lifestyle and marriage to film and TV, it's Geeks and Marriage, hosted by your favorite geek.